Oh, I watched. I watched the episode. I watched the episode uh, with a fly, Stephen, and I. Uh, it's funny because when you said that was one of your favorite episodes, and it was also directed by Rianne Johnson, I um I thought nothing of it because like oh I haven't seen that episode, and then like uh, that night I watched that episode, and I didn't even think about you talking about it, and uh, I, I didn't realize it until I was editing it many days later. One of the worst fucking episodes of Breaking Bad I've ever seen. <laughs> it seems that every single episode of a television series needs to have one episode where it all takes place in one room. Yeah. Like uh, that episode of uh, Family Guy where Stewie and Brian get stuck in the bank safe and Brian has to eat Stewie's shit. Or like that episode in MASH when Hawkeye Pierce uh, gets trapped in that South Korean McDonald's for 24 hours and he starts, you know, really... Um, you know, commiserating with the locals and thinking back to his past mistakes and things he could have done better in the past. Uh, yeah, no, the fly was terrible. Uh, I wanted it to end. It was 46 minutes of just blah, 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 blah. Uh, the fly, it's contaminating everything. Bad episode. And Ryan Johnson is, I saw, I saw Knives Out and I said, all right, this Ryan Johnson guy, yeah, he's, he's a bit of a beta. He's a bit of a cuck. He's a bit of a homo. But, you know, I'm going to let him slide because Knives Out was a fantastic film. The Fly ruined that for me. You solely don't like it because I like it. Is no, my, no, no. 100%. The people who I was watching it with, we were all moaning. Oh, uh, yes, yes. No. Kino lovers. No, we were all moaning blank, the entire time course. watching it because it was terrible. As much as I really don't like that episode, can I come to its defense? You're always playing Devil's Rudy. You're going to go to hell. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Well, oh, I love Kino. I love Kino. It's bad because it just people talking. Yeah, I want talking. Danny Trejo's head on a tortoise. Exactly. It no. bad because people talk. No, he said Are he didn't spoilers? like that part. Yeah, it is a it is a significant <laughs> spoiler. Uh, Danny Trejo, he was he wasn't really a major character. Tortuga. Tortuga. It was in one fucking episode. Hey, senor, you know, and they call me Tortuga. Hola, DEA. You know, my character, Senor Rapenkill, has never been on the podcast before. Oh, is that true? You know, back in 2016, you know, my, my, oh, Senor President Trump, you know, back in 2016, I used to open for Trump at his rallies, mm -hmm. but after a while, I had to be asked to not do it anymore because the, the rally goers thought it was a real Mexican and they were getting scared. Whenever he says open for, he just showed up early before <laughs> Trump made it there and danced around on stage in a sombrero and a poncho. divorce because she's fucking goofy welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you again with episode 32 is this 32 or 33 it was 32 last week so does that make it 33 i think i think that math checks episode out. 33 of welcome to the horse house that fly is really gonna fucking piss me off i'm trying to fumigate him with my 12 milligram juice okay hit that real quick that'll be good for the podcast oh there's a fly stuck in the room Steven's butt hurt because I don't like something that he likes, and he's that kind of person where he takes it as a personal insult. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. No, you, uh, you ordered one. Uh, you We skipped episode 31. We didn't skip episode 31. Yeah, because episode 30 was goon cave diving, and then you put episode 32, 
episode 32 where it was you me and johnny oh so this episode 32 this is episode 32 part I'll, two. I'll change it on soundcloud episode 32 of welcome to the horse house let me take one more hit of this 12 gauge shotgun this is a on a one bar do you have batteries oh shit oh sweetheart yeah you poor thing that's okay. fine that was the gayest they ever oh sweetheart, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetheart you poor thing <laughs> all right holy shit yeah it's fun i had a friend i was telling you this really i know this is good for the listeners oh i had a friend in community college he was like when the last uh scene kids left like you know he, he had the black fringe in his hair and like wore like black veil bride shirts that rules yeah uh an, an ugly motherfucker and um Usually I have champagne taste in friends, but sometimes, you know, you get, you let a couple slide for PR purposes. You don't want to look like, you know, uh, you want to look like an equal opportunity employer. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, he was telling me how his girlfriend was a vapor, and she would vape 24 nicotine. And he said that it was so bad that she would she would shake, like, in her sleep. Mm-hmm. And she would also, um, she started losing her hair, like, quite, a, like, clumps of hair would come out in the shower. I mean that's it's that's probably as close as you can get to nick uh, to chemotherapy. My goal is to look like a ghoul from Fallout by the time I'm done vaping. So I think I'm shooting for like forty eight, ninety six. Welcome to Horse House. I'm your host Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode thirty two. You're tantalized. You're always tantalized. Always very on the ball. So did his girlfriend die? She unfortunately died um, from complications of COVID-19 recently. So, like, she's his angel on the airwaves now, right? I'm joined here by three friends of mine. The boys are back together. Uh, Rudy's famosis got treated by a medical professional, a doctor, I've been told. It was a walk-in clinic, though, so is it really... Really, doctor. Well, he used like a pair of like rusty needle nose pliers. Yeah, and just put them in and then open them up inside. Yeah, it was it, it was a walk in clinic in the Ashbury Hate that uh, the funding for came from the CIA. Don't know, but oh, that's you've been researching a lot of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a good documentary uh, out of shadows. Watch it. It's not good documentary, but it has some good points in it. Who who who's here right now? Hello, it's I me. Fucking turn, Drew. My fucking phone. Put a pin in that Drew, all right? Yes, sir. We have with us. Hey, it's me, Drew. Hello, it is me, Rudy. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Listen to us on the V Good Horse House podcast. Tristan, Steven, Drew, and Rudy with the Crip Cash. Please come to Cocoa Beach and please bring a big bag. Tristan needs his money for weed and alimony checks. Don't call Chris a Jew or he'll punch you in the face. Don't let Frank hear that or he'll put me in my place. Tristan yells at me and he also put me in my place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid horse house is never gonna end. On the horse house with my good friends. Yeah, stupid horse house is never gonna end. Yeah, stupid horse house with all my good friends. A lot of people think it, thought it did. Who are you? Uh, you ever heard of 100 Gex? Rudy, you've heard of 100 Gex, right? Yes. Okay. There's you ever a... Gex the Gecko? Eh. Yeah, very good. You're all right. Enough. I'm talking. This Teacher's is like when talking. I drink water. At one, two, Keith three. Richards' house. One, two, three. Eyes on me. That's what we used to do in ceramics class in ninth grade. One, two, three. Eyes on me. Shout out to Miss. Yeah, that's only like an intensive, like special ed class thing. 
I was going to say ninth grade I had, seems a little late. I, <laughs> no, 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 because she would always say, um, I guess she taught like kindergarten two a long okay. time ago. And she's like, I used to do it with my kindergarten kids. So she's like, so therefore, these 15-year-olds, I'm going to do this with you as well. Retarded. But, but, they will really respect me for this. No, but really, 15, it's basically the same age as like a seven-year-old. I yeah, mean, just in terms true. of mentality. Um, we learned that from my diaries last week, which Drew and Rudy missed. It's okay, though. You guys can listen to it. Uh, Spotify, iOS podcast app, and SoundCloud. It's always there. Are you Welcome on the Podbean? House. What? Are you on Podbean? No, what is that? I, uh, it's is that like Quibi? We're on the Calm app. Quibi's going to dominate the market in a year's time. Mark my words. It's this app called Acorn. <laughs> <laughs> 725 is your sandwich. That's my best Ashton Kuchar isn't it funny how him and Mila Kunis are dating or married? Are they married or dating? Yeah, they have a child, I believe. And they're okay, both you don't blazing have to, You don't have to be married anymore to do that. Damn, we've we've that's true. we're we listen the uh, we fell from the garden a long time ago. Yes, sir. This fly. Can someone fucking get this fly out of here? Can someone get this? This is Caitlyn Jenner. This is Caitlyn Jenner asking to kill a fly. Can someone like? please kill this fly for me? I didn't know if it was Caitlyn Jenner or Jimmy Stewart. Yes, my dog Bo. Uh, can someone please kill this fly for me? My my, my daughter Kylie's coming over can tonight. Someone, that's, that's a see, great that's, Caitlyn Jenner. That's Caitlyn Jenner. That's a great. Yeah. Can someone please teach me Jimmy how to Stewart use a selfie need, stick? If it was Jimmy Stewart, you would need more. Holy Northern shit! Atlantic. Wait, this is. A, I, I had no idea that I, <laughs> I, I, I could do a. Sp- I killed a person with my car, but I was also transitioning during the time, well, so Kate, no one mentioned it. Caitlyn. You killed someone with your car? Is that, Stewart. Is that... Oh, oh, it sounds like the landlord from Three's Company played by Don Knotts. No. What was his You name? want James Cagney? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Listen, see? You're gonna get some of it, see? Talk about rat. You dirty rat! I like it. You killed my brother! <laughs> you killed my dog, Bo. You killed my dog, oh, Bo! Stop. Will Smith, Will Smith, Will Smith talking about his dog, Bo. Man! My dog fucking dead or some. I don't know the rest of the Marquise poem. Brownlee. Uh, man, I fucking love iPhones. That sounded racist. What? That sounded racist. You put some ebonics on it. It sounded racist. Will Smith doing an Indian accent, a racist Indian accent. <laughs> Will Smith Ooh. doing talking about the Are problem with a poo doing a racist Indian accent. <laughs> I'm hearing it in my head and I can't get it to go. I think I think he'd uh he would he'd black it up more for that. Okay, do it for me. He would go uh, man, all these fucking color people in animation, why why ain't they black? I wish the comic book guy was black. <laughs> he'd only play Dragon Ball Z games. So there are many reports of. Chairman Kim being deceased. I'm not buying it. I don't know about you guys. There's literally no proof, actually, of True. Kim yeah. Jong Un, Chairman Chairman Chim, of Chairman Chim uh, being deceased. So I'm not buying it. That's Western media lying. Like most of the things you read about Chairman Kim, it's a lie. But he does have that sister. Kind of slim, he, thick with it. Who everyone just slim, baby, just slim. There's no meat on that thing at all. She looks like a fucking. 
thinking of a joke. She yeah. looks like um, someone Slender starving Man. from North Slender Korea. Man. Okay. No, they're not starving at all over there. That's um, nice too. So Kim Yo Jung, his sister. She's uh, got girl boss energy. That's all I'm saying, dude. She's she's breaking that glass dude, ceiling. Dude, girl, I I am going to yeah, instead of saying yes, uh, supreme leader, I'm going to say yes, queen. When I get sent to the detention exactly. camp and turned into yeah. a vegetable, but um, uh, uh, Kim Kim Yo Jung. Uh, I don't fun- like that name. Is it because it has yo in it? Yeah, I feel like I'm a little racist. Talking street or something. Anyway, uh, well, as we know uh, from America. Uh, the Asian and black populations get along really well. Um, that being said, Kim Yo Jung, it was really funny on Twitter a couple nights ago when the round again about um, the passing of Supreme Leader Kim, which again is all speculation. He, he, he did not die. He's not dead. Clearly, it's all well, it's all speculation. My God's not dead. He's surely alive. Anyway, um, it was funny. People are like posting videos of her where they've like uh, photoshopped her in full makeup. And they're just going like, yes, queen. And and people started doing like K-pop fan camps. <laughs> this Jeez. member of this like deified uh, autocratic family it rules. It was awesome. I just wonder what that sneaky Kim's up to now. It's interesting. Isn't it's there, really going to be a masterstroke. Well, there has to be some sort of method to what's going on right now. It's yeah. a feint and a deliver. So he's going to say he's dead and then he's going to go undercover as uh, Mad TV alumnus Bobby Lee. And he's going to come into America, and then he's going to get Trump. He's going to come to America, and he's going to go to a barber shop, and, and all of the all-, all of the people are going to be played by him. <laughs> what movie is that from? And he's going to wear to America, he's going to wear the Murphy. big zebra pelt, and Samuel L. Jackson's going to try to rob the Mc. That's the a Mc great Arnold. movie. That was yeah. What was that? What was that fake McDonald's called? Mc. Um, um I want to say McDougal's. Mc, was it McDougal's? It's McDougal's. There's it's, some it's, it's movie some where it's called Whack Arnold's, but I, I, I that's not coming to America. I don't want to watch that movie. Whack Arnold's. Whack Arnold's. Mm, is, is that, that's some sort of fucking kid and play movie or something? It, it might have been from Good Burger. Oh no. No, that's House Mondo party, Burger and Good Mondo, Burger. Mondo yeah. Burger yeah. What? Talking about House Party? That's a, those are great movies. Yeah, those are the, the best dance are, scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Is in House Party. You guys yeah, like the those house, those House Party movies are great. You guys like the Whack House, Arnold's house is Party a video game sketch? Okay. I'm sorry. What the House Party video game? You There's no it? House Party video game. No, there is. It's not based on the movie. But oh. uh, is it like Animal Crossing? <laughs> you can be. Uh, if McDowell's. You, if you choose McDowell's. the wrong dialogue options, you can accidentally be filleted by a man. What? You yeah. dreamed this? No. Some sort no, of gay dream you had. He didn't. <sighs> Is this some? Hey, watch me get my fucking dicks. I didn't. Watch me get head from a man. No, we were playing the game, and the game's all about you show up to a house party to try and get get puss. Whoa! You were really say the medical were, term for it. You were really Gash. excited. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was really excited because I was like, "What hell have we wrought?" A friend of mine That's one he time shows he's crazy Latinx. Exactly. Uh, one time, a uh, I was playing VR sex game with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He had a he had like a cutting edge like Oculus Rift thing back in the day. By that I mean like about two years ago, a year and a half ago. And, and then uh, he actually started having sex with you. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> well, did he? We were playing. Oh, what the fuck! It was something dojo. Okay. It was a Japanese sex game. <laughs> and of course it was. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What was it called? Well, anyways, there's this girl. She's just laying on a bed. And you walk in there, you can do anything you want to her. She had the cactus right up her pussy. It was awesome. 
Was it VR Kanojo? VR Kanojo. Yeah. yeah, it was VR Kanojo. It wasn't that Oh, fun. fuck, I've seen this. It wasn't that great. But yeah, it took a cactus, stuck it right up there. She loved it. Can video games, do you need, is that like virtual rape? Since it's not a human being, though. Well, it's not sentient, right? Did you take blood plasma from her first? She wanted to get in that club real bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tristan, if you had to guess, assuming you don't know, how expensive is that game? Oh, I think it's like 80 bucks. It's a, for it's a, a $50 game. Oh, is it $50? Yeah. Plus, like, however much you spent on your fucking HTC. Listen, my friend's a big spender, baby. He he, he hasn't cut, cut any costs, all right? He goes balls deep. I hate it. All right, that was a bad segment. No offense with this segment. What's going on with nurses? We've been keeping up with nurses recently during this pandemic. Explain. Uh, do you have any insider information for us? They're all on TikTok right now, using uh, all the PPE for funny dance videos. What's going on with it, Drew? I thought they were supposed to be heroes. Yeah, well, the funny part about that is my nurse. Yes. Um, she has like, some relations with. Yes, she's like your personal practitioner. Yeah. She makes the point, like, it's really cool to get called a hero and stuff until she is the type that'll say, like, we don't really get paid enough when we get put into really, like, sketchy situations. Uh, I haven't heard tell of any TikTok videos. Have you seen the TikTok videos that have been coming I out, I have though? seen them, and I somehow, like, I didn't know that the Incredible Hulk was real and would, like, go to the hospital <laughs> just to see that nurses. Fucking, <laughs> that fucking painting that someone did. Of all yeah. of the superheroes bowing while nurses oh, walk through the hallway. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Last time I checked, heroes don't get paid at all. Um, Spider-Man, what's his fucking salary from... Daily um, Bugle. Pizza. <clears throat> oh, he does deliver pizza, too. All the pizza no. he can eat. No. What is... Um, what, what I'm is, trying to say is Spider-Man's a pedophile. I'm, I'm trying to think of more That's superhero funny. names I can't. Iron what Man. is Iron Man? Independently wealthy. Batman. But none of these people get wealthy. paid to be heroes. Reed they Richards, have, an astronaut. They all have wealth from a different source. No, there's no paycheck the for being a hero. Paid or villains, right? Like they're all like mercenaries. But or... I shouldn't talk too much shit about nurses because I might get COVID soon. Yeah. So you know, I'll really be eating my fucking words. Well, and in truth, like all it is is like people that just like have a job that's pretty reliable, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they don't they don't except for the ones that are like very online yeah. or get like hyped up because uh, the administrators in the hospital are like shoving like camera phones in their face yeah they're just like yeah I'm just i'm just trying to work and not get sick what's my work two things that suck one nurses well like all we can offer is okay. like let's let these nurses go viral on tiktok or like let's put them in pictures with batman and put them the in iron camps. fist because well we're not gonna fucking pay them more yeah. uh we're turning this into a class thing all right it's not a class joke's thing. over we're getting into serious territory here Maybe they shouldn't get paid at all. Hey, maybe, hey, maybe, maybe, if, maybe if you have such a calling in life that you want to save lives and you want to be a hero, don't get paid at all. Just go in there for free, like Rand Paul did recently. After he got done with COVID, he became a nurse. <laughs> he went through nursing school. He went through nursing school in two days and started just, helping out the hospital. Well, as, as, an as, an as a libertarian, he doesn't believe in nursing school. He believes yeah. everybody should be able to go in there and lay hands. That's well, also just so they could save money on Ron Paul's end of life care. Soon you're gonna need a damn license and a damn toaster. Also, some some of the people that are still working keep being called heroes, and then like all of the 
people that are just stuck working at grocery stores, people just like don't give a shit. Listen, about man, them. I was dogging on these grocery store workers saying, "Ha ha ha, you're essential. You have to go to work. Ha ha ha." And then my job became essential, and now Get I fucked. I haven't missed a day of work, <laughs> work at all. Well, I work in a small room with well, with, with five people all touching each other, always, and sucking each other off, and you could always each other call in and say, "I have." Give the rush of trombones. What you could always call in and say, "I have COVID," and then start like a corporate investigation. I have nothing else to talk about. NASCAR update. Hey, uh, uh, so how, all sports. How, how's NASCAR been since the quarantine? All sports have been canceled. Yeah, thank um, God. I know. Thank God, right? We, we hate sports in the horse house. Uh, well, you know. Shouts out to the only people I know that like sports. Me. Two thousand um, <laughs> years ago, the Romans would gather people in coliseums and feed the Christians to the lions to keep everyone distracted. Yeah, not much has changed since then. Now we gather huge, hulking, inbred men with muscles and gorge that are also Christian, tiny, throwing a ball around to distract the populace from what the government's doing. Nothing's changed, folks. Nothing's changed. Human P for president. Um, or is his name Head P? I can't remember. So all sports are canceled. The Olympics got canceled. Uh, and the IOC is a re- really corrupt organization. So that's fine or whatever. I still love the Olympics. Uh, but. Uh, NASCAR has been doing a thing where they're like, uh, well, all we do is just show races, right? So we're just going to put the races in a video game and have our drivers drive around in the video game, right? So they... So, so is this like that, that Travis Scott Fortnite concert? Mm-hmm, That's exactly. exactly how it sounds. No, so basically they, they took the top-of-the-line racing sim and told them, hey, can you put a bunch of NASCAR assets in the game? And they're like, sure. So they put them in, and now they're just putting the drivers in like big racing sim chairs with the steel, with the really? steel and the pedals and everything, and just having them race against each That's other. Some Black Mirror shit. Server. And like they put it on Fox Sports because like the sports channels don't you have know, any content. They can right race now. cars without audience. This is watching. Well, you need all of the crews, all of the people that work on the cars. We're face masks. This is the dawn of esports. Anyway, true. World power by twenty twenty. Anyway, like on uh, on ESPN, they had like basketball players playing horse at their houses and just going back and forth, and it was the basketball worst horse. Yeah. So one of the popular NASCAR drivers named Kyle Larson uh, decided on a live stream of him racing in this officiated NASCAR event to just drop a casual N-word. He wasn't really? mad or anything. He had a heated gamer moment. It, I don't yeah. even think he was just heated. He just dropped a hard R just in uh, the middle of... Who was he of, talking to? Like his... Like one of his friends or his spotter or another ra- racer or anything, they were just like talking back and forth on the on the Discord or whatever. And he just, I'm sure you can find a clip of it online, Let but me. we would have we would have to censor it. Not censor it. Okay. <laughs> no, it, but but it's news. It takes it takes him like 15 seconds to realize what he's done, and like he drops the hard art, and the whole chat just goes. Kyle like, Larson. Yeah, the whole like group call just goes quiet, and someone just goes, Kyle, you know we're live. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, uh, he. I know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, <laughs> it took, all, sports, it took a little bit. all sports are canceled, and he's still been suspended indefinitely. <laughs> well, Stephen, I guess you could say that Kyle Larson's a bit of a racist. <laughs> okay, get it? Because he, he races. races. He's a bit of a connoisseur of the art of race. A uh, bit of a racist, I guess you could say. But you know, Na- NASCAR well, has like a very um, like. 
SJW PC friendly culture, like a very like their their PR is one of inclusion. So it they, they banned it's the been battle okay flag. for them. And they fucking took down the statues too. <laughs> <laughs> they took down the statue of Robert E. Earnhardt. <laughs> to think the Walter brothers were there pulling down the statues. I can see it. You can't hear me? Hey nigger. <laughs> wow, pig. Yeah, that's that's definitely the end word he said. Should we use that as a sample from the buttons? No. <laughs> Just is is there more? Because you need to listen to him realize what he's done. The Schadenfreude. I can see it. You can't hear me? Hey, nigger. <laughs> wow, pig. Kyle, you're talking to everyone, bud. That, that might so that might be a better button, though. Kyle. You're like when, <laughs> Kyle. You're, you're talking to everyone, bro. bud. <laughs> the really shitty thing about that too, though, is how do you? Because anytime there's been like a heated gamer moment, you write it off as well. I was very angry, and yeah. it came out. Well, this time it was like this. Yeah, he, that's his. That's like, his friend's nickname. If there was ever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if there was ever a reason, uh, I I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, how do you get out of that? You don't. You have to own it. You like, have to double down. You have well, to say more after that. Well, like everyone always like makes the argument. He just comes out with the fourteen sword. words printed on his <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah, <laughs> he's just I'm mask off. I am the official NASCAR <laughs> driver of the Aryan Nation. Real quick optics check. Um, not great. Mm -hmm. I think it can be recovered. Room for improvement. Yeah, it, he. We can Let all me see if he do better. Um, I was gonna ask as a non-video game player. Um, if you have to say the n-word yes yeah. well that's what i was gonna ask is it just seemed like what about it makes you compelled anonymity that's my answer for you yeah it's I the mean, same it's the same as online when you're when you like if i were in your face i wouldn't say something disrespectful to you because there might be physical contact or there might be awkwardness but if i'm separated by a computer screen or by a video game console there's no real bad thing you can do to me if I say some if the rudest or cruelest thing See, I can I'm think of. See, I'm almost always the opposite. I guess I just don't get it. I think we're too yeah, intelligent to say I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, last night I made a mistake and said the N word. <laughs> it, it buffered. But... Are we done with the segment? Speaking of black people, we didn't have a joke to end that one. Speaking of black people, uh, have you guys ever heard of the director Ari Aster? No. He yes. directed uh, no. What do you direct, Tristan? Ghostbusters 2016 or something? Yeah, Ghostbusters 2016. A couple episodes Wait, of Seinfeld. He was the campaign manager for Pete Buttigieg. The campaign manager? I don't recognize Refresh that. The campaign menagerie. I don't recognize that Ghostbusters name. What, which Ghostbusters? Oh, Pussy Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ari Aster, Hereditary Midsummer. You know who he is. But anyway, did you guys ever see a student film? No. From when he was in college? No. And going to the American Film Institute? No. Um... It's oh called it's, it's called something strange about the Johnsons, and it came out in 2011. This is something a lot of people know about probably already, but I just heard about it. And I want to just break down the plot for you. Can I read you the plot from Wikipedia? Something strange about the Johnsons sounds like uh, me when I w when I went to the doctor uh, because my <laughs> cock is so big. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that joke breathe for a second. So it's a short film. It's only 29 minutes, right? Sydney Johnson. An acclaimed poet accidentally interrupts his 12-year-old son, Isaiah, masturbating. Ooh. Um, so he, like, breaks... What, him. did Dan Harmon direct this? So so he, like, busts in... He's, what, he, did, like, what did, um... Brian Singer? What, did Brian Singer direct this? What did... 
What did James Dan Gunn Schneider? direct this? What did any Hollywood director direct this? Did what Bill did any, Gates direct what did any Hollywood director direct this? Did Joe Biden direct this? What did Joe Biden direct this? Did Jeffrey Epstein direct this? Don't spoil it. I'm Rudy's, not. Rudy's looking at the plot. Go on. I wasn't deliberately. Go on. Come on. So so he, he he breaks down the door and he sees that Isaiah's is, uh, masturbating and he says, "Son, it's it's Choking okay." Choking his cock with his hand. It's a completely natural thing that you're doing and it's all right. Um, and he's doing it to a photograph that he has crumpled in his hand and and bit of the a dad, tribute. It's the, Roseanne Barr, isn't it? I've done the same thing. And his dad, <laughs> it's Amy Klobuchar. Uh, his his dad says it's completely natural. It's fine. Good night, son. I love you. And he leaves. And Let me have a camera, tug now. The camera pans in. Uh, and the photograph is a picture of his dad without a shirt on. <laughs> Took them 29 minutes to get that point across for the movie? Well, no, no. It goes on and um, uh, it flash forwards 10 years later in the sun, or 14 years later in the sun has been uh, basically molesting his dad for the past 10 years. Is the dad hot? He's a middle-aged black man. Is the dad hot? I mean, why don't we just watch the movie right now? It's I don't want to watch that movie. Anyway, uh, it's a song. It's, it's the last thing I want to fucking do. It's a whole movie about uh, a middle-aged black man getting raped by his son, which ends with uh, his dad getting hit by a car. You know, I've only seen one. Cinema verite. I've only I like s- his later work. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen one Harry Aster movie, Harry Aster movie, and uh, it was hereditary. Never watched Midsummer. Sounded like bad vibes, if you ask me. But uh, that sounds like something he'd make. I don't know him that well, but that sounds like uh, that's his kind of fare. There's a scene in the movie. I didn't watch this. I just read the Wikipedia because, I mean, I was blown away that it existed. Um, there's, a, there's a scene where, like, uh, they're adults and his just sad writing father is just, like, at dinner. And uh, he came- the son comes over with his wife because he's married for dinner. And when he's alone in the kitchen, is he is he married to a very ugly woman who looks like his father? That'd be cool. Uh, he's married to oh, his father, his father in a wig. drag. His yes. father in, like, like like a really bad like uh, polyester wig from the Halloween section at Walmart. Mrs. Doubtfire too. I want to fuck my son. Yeah. Um, consensually as an adult. Yeah, uh, it's very good. But but basically the the uh, I'm a libertarian, so I'm okay with that. As long as the son not is my in the kitchen life, and he breaks a plate on purpose when no one is in there and he says, "Oh honey, I I broke a d- plate on accident. I need to help clean up. You just go on home." And he stays the night at his parents' house to clean the kitchen and ends up um, violating his father one more time. And it just cuts to the mother in the living room and she's just like turning up the TV as the dad is just like screaming for help. How is so it's the a mom's terrible on it movie. too? Well, they're both attracted to the same man, so they probably um, collaborate with each other about the molestation, perhaps. Nothing is funny about this bit. I thought it would be funnier. As an African-American incest and molestation survivor, Malcolm Harris of the Huffington Post wrote that Billy Mayo's performance was brilliant. And we should be applauding the fact that someone has finally shown true courage in proposing the question, what if, what if these strange events were happening behind the doors of the Smiths, the Rosenbergs, the Mortimers, the Herreras? Just, I wanted to say it was a, it was a weird fucking movie. That's all I wanted to say. These weird movies exist. Not as good as Mandy. And that was Steven's Kino Corner. Optic Thank you. Check. Optics check real quick. Drew. Uh, I... I'm going to have to counter-signal that review and say, I don't think it's okay <laughs> that they do that to the Herreras <laughs> and the Rosenbergs and the Johnsons. So, I don't know. I, I tweeted about this. 
I want to bring it to my listeners of Welcome to the Horse House podcast. I don't have too many topics written down. I barely any at all. So I'm just winging it. Uh, about a month ago, I was feeling my ball sack as one does. I have a pretty large scrotum. Pretty big balls. We've talked about how many ropes I shoot and shit. That's for a different time. It's for an episode long ago. Well, anyways... I mean, I remember one time I was watching some home footage of when I was a baby in the hospital laying in that baby bed in that incubator or whatever the fuck they have. Uh, and, man, it was like a little acorn sitting on a fucking two huge fucking baseballs. Still looks like that. Time is a flat circle. Did you know that before incubators were a thing back in like the 1800s, do you know how they would keep make kids grow and stay safe? Fire. It, it was literally they, they put them in a wood box next to a stove. And they would stay warm. <laughs> and yeah, that was your incubators back then. They did it at home. Damn. Yeah. You can probably still do it. I mean, put them in like a um, like a McDonald's bag or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just put it right next to the oven. I don't know. Well, anyways, I was feeling my balls. And you know, they're supposed to be two egg-shaped things, you know. I noticed a month ago there's a little bump on one of them. Kind of sharp. I said, ah, whatever. It probably just means I am like have too much coming to me or something. Well, you can get, get, that you one. get semen stones, like gallstones. Is that true? Yeah. Wait, really? I yeah. One. You gotta you gotta keep cumin, otherwise uh, they, they look like opals. <laughs> That's what causes prostate cancer. It's what fixes the prostate cum cancer. stones. Yeah, because Un- you just like you're not uh, committing mortal sin enough. Okay, I understand. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, anyways, I was feeling around the other day too. It's gotten bigger. This like abscess on my on my right testicle. Uh-huh. Does it like hurt when you touch it? Doesn't hurt at all. Feels as natural as rain. But, so I don't know if I should. <laughs> but, <laughs> why is it that we run from the rain, but yet we sit in bathtubs full of water? Charles Bukowski literally wrote that. So, yeah, I don't I know if I should those. go see my general practitioner or not. It's always awkward doing that because um, my GP is also the deacon at my church. And one time uh, he had to feel my ball sack because I had low T and he had to make sure I was developed. My T's good now. But uh, back then it was like seventy-seven, and like you should be like in the three hundreds. I was really low, and uh, and yeah, yeah. I'd pull my trousers down. He had to. It's weird because he, he he licked his hand before he did it. <laughs> well, anyways, I don't know if I should go back to the GP or not. Well, you know what else would be awkward having having an eye patch down there like Dan Crenshaw. So you should go talk to your general practitioner. I don't make fun of decorated veterans on the show, Stephen, who had their eyes blown out by war bombs. They had their eyes fucked out by brave Musha <laughs> Dean's soldiers. <laughs> So anyways, I, um, the three doctors in here, what should I do? Where is it? On my testicle. Yeah, but let where, Rudy feel it. Where on the testicle? It's um, so like an egg. Rudy, put your yeah. hand out There's there. There's two sides to an egg. Mm-hmm. Like the tips? Tips, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one on the tip. Yeah? Does it feel like it's connected or does it feel it's like connected. it's connected? I feel like that's normal. It's connected. I feel like I have one of those. Pull your pants down and start feeling it. <laughs> Fuck. It just sucks because like, if I go to the doctor, I can never tell if I'm going to be loose or tight. You know, so like it's harder to feel if my ball sack is tight and hard. So here's so th- like I go there like yeah I got this weird shit and you can't even fucking feel it because uh, my balls are so scrunched together. Is it possible? So maybe it I should maybe I should put the heat on in my car or something. But then also you know I'm a grower. I'm I'm by no means a shower. So would it be inappropriate if, if I was hard as a rock when I went to the doctor's office? No, just, like, you just show them that I, I have a sizable. Bring yourself up penis? to the quarter chub. 
That's hard for me. You know, <laughs> it's a no, very binary situation. There, there are no Fifty Shades of Grey in my life. It's either uh, black or white. I looked up testicle lump yeah. and got medical news today. The stock image they use is just a shirtless man with a towel around him staring devoid of emotion that, into a that's mirror. That's just like me. That That is just like, <laughs> well, then you, just like me. Yeah, well, they actually say under the picture, if you look like this, you have cancer. <laughs> I mean, listen, though, if I have ball sack cancer, just imagine the sympathy. Oh, I'd be in hog heaven. People would be sending me gifts and giving me kisses. And, um, I mean, I don't right, know. It sounds gold. like a good gig. Plus, testicular cancer, unless it metastasizes, you just chop that thing off, right? Like Lance Armstrong. Just chop your balls off. Last time I checked, Lance Armstrong, Lance Armstrong <laughs> is fucking covered in pussy and wet. And with tumors. Cum. In tumors? Yeah. Covered in tumors as well. Does have a lot of tumors? Yeah. It's not the tumor. It's cancer. So, yeah. you, so you guys are all saying that I shouldn't go to the doctor for this. I literally said it would probably be a good idea. Yeah, maybe go to a doctor. But it could just be I'm a vein. I'm counter signal here, actually. Yeah, I want one of those heroes to handle my balls. I can um, see. Well, A, maybe don't go to the doctor right now with all this... Uh, uh, True. With, the, with this flu going around. Um, And also, I don't know. Is it like not like an ingrown hair in an inconvenient place, like a subdermal thing? No, it's not on my ball sack. It's my testicle, yeah. my actual ball. Okay, it's inside of my. Is there swelling? Ball sack. My balls are always big. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Do you know? It's like hard the, to tell. These do you days. know like the average firmness of your testicles? Oh, they're not usually ever hard. Are okay, they're so usually pretty mushy. Have you noticed a, a difference in like the general, the whole testicle? Mm-mm. Testicle. Is, <laughs> are they are they moving a lot? What? Are Excuse you, me. Like like are they are 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 they kind of like being stagnant or are they moving within the? Listen, if your sack. balls don't move inside your sack, uh, you might really want to go to like, the emergency room. No, my balls are always moving. They're in fluid. Okay, well, I was gonna, it, it might not make a bit of difference. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> well, I was gonna say it doesn't make a bit of difference, guys. The balls are inert, but yours are moving. Oh so that's fuck good. you! The, that old ass Dragon fuck. Ball Z meme. What the fuck? The balls are inert. Daily Thank you, Piccolo. Dose. Yeah, so maybe I still got it. Maybe I, I will go to the doctor. I don't know. The doctor... The only thing that would be cool is that he would... I remember when I had um, depression a long time ago, before I cured myself, I before I put down those toxic pills and picked up a Bowflex dumbbells, I remember I was I was on an antidepressant medication, and I couldn't come. I literally couldn't come. Well, that's like a normal symptom or like yeah, side effect, no, right? Like, like I would like... When, when I finally did um, come out of my penis, jism... <laughs> To put it like in layman's terms, I um I was very hot and like tired because it was like oh. it was so bad and uh, and so I went to the doctor and like the nurse was doing like my pre screen waiting for the doctor asked me questions she's like so yeah it was like a follow up I didn't go there just because of my cum problems mm-hmm. and the nurse was like so you, you have any problems with the medication I was like yeah I I have and she was like okay what are they and I was like you're just a hero nurse I mean you're not a doctor and and so I said, I can't ejaculate. And she's like, oh. Let me help. No, no. <laughs> yeah, she's like, let me help. Uh, she acted freaked out. And like, it was inappropriate for me to say. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to get the doctor. And I was like, bitch, you asked me. You literally you were a fucking medical asked professional. me. Like, 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 I was obviously apprehensive to telling you. Yeah. And you forced it out of me. And now you act like I'm the fucking rapist here. You basically just fucking raped me. I hope she and no one else gets COVID. <laughs> I can come now, though. I come probably too much. <laughs> to be honest, it's a uh, I, it's a sickness. I'm 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 clinically full of cum.
now it's time to dip into the horse house voicemails since we had a little bit of a technical hiccup last week we will be playing those uh, very old voicemails as well these were like uh, like march 18th these were left so if you'd like to reach us you can reach us at uh 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. 321-323-9521. The Horse House Voicemails brought to you in part by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Here's the first one. Hey, boys. I was just, you know, I was just listening to a, a podcast and yeah, Stephen was singing another wonderful song. I just love Stephen's song so much. And I, I, I kind of had an idea. And, you know, I don't know about any sort of podcast world or editing world but I think that you should make a seat well I guess it wouldn't be a CD whatever it is nowadays um, but I, I think you should make some sort of whatever it would be called uh, and sell it of Steven's song because I would I would pay money for it I, I thought that so before. you know you could um, gosh uh. tell me a word to use too because I feel really old right now trying to think of what it would be called uh, but, an album. Um, you know, an album four or five of his songs, maybe tape. ten on each of the things, and just sell them. You know, don't put them all on one because you can make more money. You know, if you if you dice them up. I've always said if an album is less than ten to eleven songs, it's an EP. Hmm. In order to be an actual album, it has to be ten to. No, um, that's what I called Horse House. I, I would totally be in on that. I, I would buy buy the heck out of Stephen's song. It's a good idea. So, you know, just a thought. I know that you boys are always looking for um, a little side hustle. All the money would go to me. Especially with, you know, the COVID going around. We never know about our job security. So it might be um, a little little nice chunk of change. So, um, just a thought. All right. Love you, Bubby. Love you too. Thank you, male ladies. Well, I've never, I've never you. thought of doing that. I've never thought of uh, being uh, doing music with another member of this podcast, being in a band with them, making music with them. It's nothing that's ever occurred to me. Um, I, I said I was going to do this before, but if you want, I'll make a Spotify playlist of the songs that I use to make my bad parodies at the beginning of every episode. Um, that I put so much effort into. Uh. In light of all of my gigs being canceled because of COVID, uh, I saw an independent country musician was doing this. Uh, if you pay me money, I will do a live concert uh, over Skype for you. That's will, a, who was that? Uh, her name's Sierra Farrell. Mm, that's not a country name. Well, I I'll was play you some say, of her music later. I was listening to it in your house while I thought you were in there. Steven, this is a really roundabout way to ask Tristan, getting people to call into the show. So Tristan will produce your, uh, your <laughs> CD. We know we know you paid the mail lady money to do this. <laughs> How much did you give her on Venmo? I the mail lady honestly like I thought you could look at the phone numbers. That was just me throwing my voice trying to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> You're very talented. You Thank sounded you. very feminine. All right, here's Chris. He's he's on his Nokia phone right now. He's playing Jewish music. By the way, it's 2020. Why do phones still sound like this? <laughs> you think about that? Why do phones fucking still sound like this? No 5G yet. Yeah. Minion. Uh, I have to whisper. I hope you can hear me. I hope it's not too much of a, uh, a bad thing. Um, 
very sensual. I'm stuck in my mom's house. I'm in Florida. I am quarantined. I am feeling okay. My throat is a little scratchy. I think everything's going to be okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I just met my mom's new boyfriend, and I do this every time I come home. I meet a new boyfriend, and I don't know what that does to me psychologically, but well, I will say one thing. I fuck it. I hope you guys have a really good show, man. <laughs> Thank you. It's kind of awkward. Chris was talking to me about it. You know, um, his 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 relationship with his stepdad, his his mom's new boyfriend, has gone off to a bit of a rough start because his his mom's boyfriend walked in on him masturbating to a crumpled picture of his his, his shirtless uh, new fa- new dad. So like. Have a happy next decade. Yeah, the right. both of them. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. We love you. Our most handsome listener from New York City. Here's Frank. Hey guys, hope you're uh, hope you're all doing well. I really uh, know what to say. You guys seem to uh, not like it when I miss a voice now, so I try not to. You know, just been uh, hanging out, fucking sluts and smoking weed and you know partying just generally True. being an alpha. True. Uh, life's pretty sweet right now. Good. I have glad. literally nothing to complain about. That's awesome. My life is pretty much going awesome. You're welcome. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Kenny, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> yes. He's a, Kenny Loggins. He's a great American hero. More so than Mr. Peanut. I'd say Mr. In, Peanut's in fact, a this, this whole piece of shit. Kinda helped me to forget about that mess for a while. I'm still pretty broken up about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, i got to get back to my, uh, you know, slut fucking and cocaine and just being an all around rock star. <laughs> Hell yeah. See ya. I'm glad you're doing good, Frank, during these duller times. COVID started because Mr. Clean ate Mr. Peanut. Double edged sword. Here is Frank again. This one's for Rudy. Yes. Um, I actually had a question for Rudy. Oh, no. uh, I was wondering, Rudy, um, as a as a as a pedophile, okay. do you think um, as a pedo- coming from experience? Because uh, I read a statistic that said some pedophiles actually graduate to murdering children, in some cases cannibalizing their remains. And I was wondering if you believe that you will ever there's a slight you know an inkling of you becoming a child killer and or Eater. Um, eater as well as a rapist that well you already are. As well as a, a, necroph- a necrophile could be one of the, the things that you move on to, but that's a, an even smaller category. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, also I've been, uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing a lot lately. Yes, so, Steve, I know he's kind of a gamer. If, if you're into Animal Crossing, you know, hit me up, friend code me. This uh, podcast brings so many people together. You guys. Uh, all right, see ya. Uh, oh, bye, guys. Uh, oh, jeez. Thank you, Frank. Rudy. I hate this show so fucking much. <laughs> all right. Rudy. I hate that it started as a very gay idiot joke between <laughs> you two fucking retards. And now, Whoa. I, and now I have strangers. My fucking grandpa's retarded asshole. No, he's not. Whoa. He fucking died in Buchenwald. It skips My two best generations. Friend's you told me asshole. that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
told and you now I have today. strangers calling me and asking me about my experience as a pedophile. But are you going to graduate, bud? Are you Rodney Dangerfield? You going to own back back uh, to school? I will. There is a chance I will potentially eat a person. It will not be a child. You're going to be like Billy Madison, go back to the third grade, but you're kinda, trying to get boy hole. This is kind of dark, but you know, <laughs> it's not um, that movie. <laughs> this is kind of dark, but I want to say it anyway. You'll power you know, through it. Yeah, this is a safe space for all. Mm-hmm. This is a free speech zone. And, uh, That's why you're wearing a diaper. Yeah, this this I'm actually decked out in a full-on Confederate flag vest that I bought for fifty dollars from some. It was called like Dixieland.com, Dixieland Outfitters or some shit. It's one of the most ex- expensive bits. Anyways, you know uh, this quarantine must be really hitting the pedophiles hard because you know the the parks are are empty. Oh my god! There's no kids on bikes. So uh, if you if you gotta pray for anyone during this time, SNL has been off the year. <laughs> Damn. So you're gonna have to pray for anyone. Pray for the nurses, the doctors, the first responders, and the pedophiles. The Here is heroes. sexy haiku guy. Hello, boys. It's the sexy haiku guy here. Just wanted to give you a call. Sorry, it's been so long, but my ex spit in my mouth, so I had to quarantine myself for two weeks. Anyways, here's some haikus for you. Number one, when you fuck me right. The world gets brighter, mm. better. Come again sometime. That's pretty. Number two. Beautiful I see, taste, smell you. Give it to me now, I say. No rules, just regrets. <laughs> oh, that's like Number three. <laughs> let's experiment. Down the rabbit hole. Just us. Unforgettable. That's a sweet one. Number Please four. Do. She wants it, of course. She's a naughty forest nymph. Fuck the good daily. Number five. You are folding clothes. You look Mm. calm. Then, in a flash, you're getting fucked. (laughs) And a special number six. Find her clitoris. Dive right in and start licking. Don't stop till she screams. Bye. Very good. Thank you, Thank you, sir. It's always a blessing when he calls in. It's very rare. Here is Frank. It's Frank yeah, show. I uh, loved your episode last week. I, I particularly it. enjoyed uh, Kristen's segment of uh, you know his diary entries. Thank you. And uh, Steve said that he was gonna. He said he was gonna call in. With yeah. He, he never his followed up diary on entries. He might. I don't know if he's calling in or leaving a voicemail. No anyway, voicemail, no I call. don't have any diary entries. However, I do have a series of Facebook. Uh, Status updates Ooh. that went completely ignored from when I was in high school, and I thought I would read some of them because a few of them are actually quite relevant. So the first one, this is from November. Quite relevant. One of the statuses, is, I'm, I, I think something bad's going to come from Wuhan, China soon. <laughs> <laughs> not very good at that. See, I'm, I'm not biased. I'll give myself a fart every once in a while because mm. I respect comedy. 24th, 2014. Gonna get my degree in baby psychology, I said. My friend goes on to say, just join the army. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't like. December I respect our 25th, 2013. I wanna have a threesome with Krampus and Black Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's very relevant to today. Threesome with Krampus and Black Peter. Uh, let's see. T- December 21st, 2013. 13. Scott Pilgrim is such a piece of shit movie. I hate it so much. 
I actually changed my opinion. Yeah, it's, on it's not a bad film. A very good movie. It's not Kano. Uh, oh, this it's, yeah. is another one. Uh, October fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Animal Crossing is for faggot babies. <laughs> I have also changed my opinion greatly on that. Yeah, because you're playing it. Animal Crossing a lot, and if anybody wants to play with me, they can. Okay, uh, here's the last one. Uh, from the 13th of October, 2013. Okay. The moral of Captain Phillips, even in the ocean, you're not... <laughs> um, here's, yeah. For PR uh, reasons, I guess a far. Bye. But in my head, there's a horse screaming. And then just a sensor bleep since he, like, from the time he ends the joke to the time we finish uh, not laughing at that very racist joke. What, oh, what, yeah, what did he say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, he said uh, that he loves all people equally. Exactly. Oh, all I do too. That's are good. Equal and you know everyone should get free money. All right, here is Chris. Hey boys, uh, I just want to go ahead. I love and that end. voice. Just uh, wish you guys a really good show. Uh, everyone, you know, Rudy, Stephen, Tristan. That's me. Just have a good uh, program today. I love you, boys. Love you too, bye Chris. Bye. Love you, Bunny. That was he always he always ends his voicemails with something indistinguishable. Yeah. Weird little cough, white static. That was the horse house voicemails brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. It's three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, FLA three two one three two three nine five two one. Thank you. Call into the Chris O'Meagle show and show him your cock and balls. The Chris O'Meagle show. I don't know if it's on YouTube or some shit. It's just him doing his show on Omegle. You remember Omegle? Mm-hmm. Are you too young for that? No. Omegle. It's a great show. He, It's fantastic. Everything Chris does is great. All right. Thank you. In a hermitage for well, longer than 50 years now. Well, and the North years. Korean education system is far superior to the South Korean. That is true. true. They're like a lot smarter. That is true. And well-fed. And all the kids, can, and, and all the kids can play big guitars. Like yeah. No, that, I've seen that. Yeah, listen. Vice.com taught me that. Listen, can you really... It's so hard to form an actual opinion on Kim Jong-un when all of the information you know about him is from Western media Yeah, in the West. And that's why I was saying on like a serious note, I don't like have one opinion or the yeah. other on how his dick enlargement surgery went <laughs> until um, very, very we good. get it from a South Korean source. Yeah. You know? When President Xi tells me what happened... Then I'll know. And then you have these like refugees who come over from North Korea into like South Korea and shit, and they do their, you know, their, their fucking. Like the guy whose body was filled vic- with bugs. Their victory laps in America with their book deals and their films and their OnlyFans accounts. Yeah. And, you know, it's strange True. because, you know, a lot of times their stories change constantly about what they went through, how they escaped North Korea. What I'm not that buying tell it. You? Yeah, it's almost like. Man, it's almost like if you're speaking from the heart, from actual experience, it's like you're you're well, it's almost it's almost like your story wouldn't change at all, yeah. huh? Kind of weird. Kind of strange. There's those three uh siblings who escaped and they they're 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 some of those famous refugees from North Korea. And their story has changed like four times. And not slightly. Once they were like totally separated by mountains traveling to South Korea, you know, from North Korea. Totally like really big differences in their stories. Hey, I'm not saying they're a line, line bags of shit. 
But I'm saying maybe you shouldn't really rely on everything they say. I remember reading one story about um, a, a North Korean defector who had made it across the border. And I don't remember the specifics of the story, so forgive me if I'm wrong, if anyone else ever read this man's story as well. But, like, he had been, like, on television, like, talking about his experiences and whatnot. And he ended up recanting part of his story, not about, like, what the internment camps were right, were about, right? But um, how he got out, he ended up recanting his story because he was, like, Ba- like this when he got to what we assume is the truth because it was his final story about it basically how he got out was throwing somebody else who was trying to escape under the bus yeah oh then, i heard a different one yeah and then like using that as a diversion to get out plus i mean there's probably like oh so he's a basically a murderer yeah, mm-hmm. hey, let's give him a fucking movie deal. What movie have you seen about running away from North? <laughs> so many, There's so to any count, Parasite. Parasite. I was hoping you would say <laughs> Parasite, but but uh, but um, I don't watch movies. But uh, <laughs> I imagine that there's probably like if we're looking psychologically, um. There's probably a lot of like survivor's remorse or survivor's guilt with all of that. Oh, probably because if you escape, anyone that's tangentially related to you, any like if we're to believe the stories, anyone that's tangentially related to you or in your immediate family, certainly, or like living in your same district, they're going to suffer severe punishment, torture, possibly murder, um, and you have to weigh that on your conscience. It's like, I could have stayed and suffered with them in solidarity, yeah. or but I chose to run, and now they're probably fucked. People that didn't know I was escaping, people that didn't do anything wrong, I'm going to cause them pain for my respite. Nah, but they're probably lying. Yeah, probably. And so, as a socialist, you should be on my side right now. But, anyways... Well, while we're talking about... I'm talking shit about America and the West, and you are staying silent and taking the... Well, let me push my glasses up here. Juche is more of a fundamental mixture of... Maoist Marxism combined with a bit of. Okay, but what was the bit you were gonna do? <laughs> Funny. And now, my sweet friends, it's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. Rudy. His name's Rudy D, and he's here to say he loves cryptocurrency in a mate. Wait, let me restart. No, keep going. His his name's Rudy Horse, and he's here to no, say. No, my last name is Horse. Try again. We're all horse. No, 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 That's no, how it's always no. That is how you introduced no. us for like the first like five yes. podcasts. No, that was yeah. Steven's idea, and it was beyond my control. He's more powerful than I am. Come on, freestyle, motherfucker. No, I'm not a dancing monkey. His name's Rudy. His name's Rudy, and he's here to say he loves cryptocurrency in a major way. He likes it when it's good. He likes it when it's fast. He likes it when he can use it to get Asian ass. <laughs> Just kidding. He uses it to buy drugs and influence elections and maybe get a hit man to execute me within the next two weeks as a nice birthday present to me. It's Rudy's Crypto Corner. Take it away, Rudy. That was fun. I like that one. Uh, hi, I'm I'm back. I I didn't hear the. Oh, you going to place around? I didn't hear the previous crypto corner. Uh, but I heard, it was a bunch of bullshit from John. I heard it was very good. Um, and maybe he should just do the segment as a call-in. Uh, since you guys loved him so much. Uh, I hated it. Bitch. I hated it. Uh, he's a tit man. Crypto's doing pretty good. Uh, 
stocks are uh, are just going through the roof because quantitative easing is a thing, and and crypto is buy right up there now, with them. buy up now. Uh, gas is negative one million dollars. Buy all the gas you can. Every every cryptocurrency has gone up like thirty percent. It's six o'clock. Uh, redo it. Every cryptocurrency has gone up like 130% in the past month, so uh, everything is just going through the fucking roof until it crashes hard. Uh, Bitcoin's going to hit resistance, and Ethereum's going to pass it, and uh, then crypto's going to collapse. Uh, Go to the Circle K and pour gas in your pockets. True. Literally I had a friend one time. Up. I had a friend one time who didn't want to spend, who ran out of gas, and he didn't want to spend $35 on a gas can because mm -hmm. those, those bitches are expensive. Yeah. They are expensive. Well, especially at convenience stores because they're like they know you fucking need it yeah. if you're getting it and from there. So he bought a gallon of water and poured it out. You're not supposed to do and that. He was filling up, and a cop came and said, "You can't do that." Yeah, and it's illegal. The, he, the cop made him pour the gas out in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucked up? That's super funny. <laughs> That's like really bad. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck grass. Protecting yeah, and serving. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck grass. What is an aquifer? You guys heard that rascally Muslim. That means it's Tristan's Viral Audio Clip of the Week. Last time you heard that great Puddle of Mud cover of that one Nirvana song. Yeah. I'd add that in post because we forgot to do a Crypto Corner. I have a clip here from 11 years ago starring Ernest Borgnine. Ooh. You guys know Ernest Borgnine? No. He no. played funny Mermaid, Mermaid Man on SpongeBob. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Old guy. A pretty Did he do anything actor? real? Oh, many films. Oh, okay. Uh, he played the taxi driver in Escape from New York. Okay. You ever seen that? I know, he throws I know that movie. cocktail out of the... Yeah. Yeah. So here he is on Fox News, some one of those morning shows. And, well, yeah, let's just say our good friend Ernie doesn't know what a lapel mic is. So Ernest Borgnine doesn't understand that a lapel mic, no matter if you whisper something into someone's ear, it can still hear exactly what you're saying because oh, no. it doesn't move you yeah. know what i mean maybe he didn't have lapel mics back in the 50s when he was making movies did he pull a kyle larson here's ernest borgnine 11 years ago he's passed on i think 2013 he died 2014 yeah and talk to you in the after the show show but real quickly you're 91 years old you look fantastic you look like you're in your late 60s early 70s what's the secret i don't dare tell you he leans in now to the guys here no meat you don't eat meat I masturbate a lot. <laughs> what a sweet little funny old man joke, though, to to make for, from one person to another through your ear. Yeah, you know, I would um, love if an old man just whispered that in my ear. <laughs> I would love if I was pumping gas and an old man just came up behind me and whispered <laughs> that in my ear. I'd love if my son. I don't dare tell you. <laughs> no meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. <laughs> okay, I think that might. That honestly, I hate to say it. I actually heard that. Ernie, have you ever been on YouTube? Before? <laughs> He's dead now. He's probably in hell for masturbating. He, it's I, he died of prostate cancer. <laughs> I hate. I hate to say that. That might need to replace the mummy. Yeah, no. I love I the mummy, but every time you get horny, yeah. you just click no, it. No, it's true. It's true. And he has a bit of like that New York. I masturbate uh, a lot. I masturbate a lot. He sounds like sexy haiku guy. <laughs> so that was Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. A little bit of an old clip, but you know, you know, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. So thank you. I usually like to say something after the OER, but I have nothing. Next segment. 
Next segment. Next segment. So I didn't cover on the last podcast, but about two weeks ago, John Prine, one of the greatest songwriters uh, in the history of music, died from the China virus. Oh, I'm supposed to respect nurses? Last time I checked, they killed an American icon, them and the Chinese. Remember what happened to Nanking back in the late 30s? <laughs> what if that happened to all of China? Just saying. Well, anyways, I really sullied this sweet memorial for John Pride. <laughs> anyways. <Take two>. <laughs> Y'all ever think that all of China should get raped? <laughs> John. <laughs> we love you, John. Anyways, John Prine, he was what you would call the songwriter songwriter, you know? He 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 masked the complex as simple in his rhyme and his writing, you know. And uh, John Prine, he wrote about humans. He wrote about the everyman. He was music's everyman. He was a goofy old man, goofy little old man. And we're gonna miss him deeply. I saw him two times in concert. Both times were fantastic. You know. In in the nineties he got neck cancer, which I guess is throat cancer. He beat that. He got a small chunk of neck taken out. That's why he looked like that. Oh, it was just like skin cancer on his neck? It was throat. Hmm. I read throat and I read neck. I don't know. Hmm. And so, um and so that happened and then two thousand thirteen he got lung cancer and he beat that too. It just sucks that he he beat cancer every time, but what ultimately took him was some goofy virus from fucking China. You know what I mean? Some what virus? Goofy. Oh, okay. We're gonna miss you, John. Thanks for all the, thanks for all the memories. Thanks for all the songs you wrote, and also there's something that Rudy might like. I'm not all about you know talking about that great big gig in the sky. You know all those musicians up in heaven playing music, but you know, I've read stories about John Prine how in his Nashville home he would have. Hangouts around the poker table with Guy Clark and Towns Van Zant, where they would do copious. This isn't. I'm not making it up. Where they do copious amounts of cocaine and quaaludes, and so I'd like to think that right now up in heaven, there's Guy Clark, there's John Prine, and there's Towns Van Zant popping quaaludes and snorting some of that sweet booger sugar. God you know bless. what I mean? I was thinking also. Am I wrong to think that 95% of the best songwriters of all time have come from America? No. Pop music, America being the cultural leader, pop music disproportionately. Pop music, uh, you don't anything. have to have good lyrics to be pop music. Most 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 great lyrics aren't in pop music. I'm most saying, are in folk tunes. I think he's agreeing. Country music. Modern, popular music, as in not classical oh, popular. music. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking Philistine. So you guys all agree, though, that America has birthed the greatest songwriters of all time? Yes. Yeah. I wonder, it must be in the water or something. Is that how it goes? What, what's what's different here than the other shithole countries that aren't America? I mean, yeah, Lennon and McCartney. If you're a good songwriter and born in Romania, well, one, you already have the problem that you'd have to know English in order see, to... See, I'm having a hard time even thinking of more foreign songwriters that aren't Lennon McCartney. Leonard Cohen, Canadian. Neil Young, Canadian. Um, Bob Dylan, Jewish. Won't you scratch my itch, sweet Annie Rich, and welcome me back to town. Come out on your 
your porch or step into your parlor and I'll tell you how it all went down. Out with the truckers and the kickers and the cowboy angels and a good saloon in every single town. Oh, and I remembered something you once told me. And I'll be damned if it did not come true From Cheyenne to Tennessee We flew straight across that river bridge Last night at past two Switchman waved his lantern goodbye today As we went rolling through Billboards and truck stops passed by the grievous angel Now I know just what I have to do Pick it for me, Jane Damned if it did not come true 